0: Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded recorded in front of a live audience at the Brink Lounge. Let's hear from the live audience. Yeah. The Brink Lounge at 701 East Washington Avenue, just down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Jane Reynolds, co-host of Ward's Strictly Jazz Sounds that airs Thursday afternoons on WORT 89.9 FM right here in Madison. I'll be your guest host today, filling in for Chris Wagoner and Mary Gaines, who can't be here. This is the first performance in the 2012 fall season of our collaborative Jazz on a Sunday series, produced by the Madison Music Collective and Mad Toast Live. You can go online to find out more about upcoming shows in this series by visiting madtoastlive.com. Music critic Terry Teachout has written that Ms. Caviani could waltz into any New York nightclub and tear up the joint. Local music fans still remember her stirring 2010 performance in Madison as part of our community's Mary Lou Williams centennial celebration. This afternoon, Ms. Caviani will perform jazz arrangements of classical favorites from her childhood, along with her tenor saxophonist partner, Pete Whitman, Whitman Sorry. <laughs> UW music professor John Schaefer on bass, and Madison Jazz Orchestra's Rand Moore on drums in a program she has titled From Bach to Bop. Yeah. Mad Toast Live, the Madison Music Collective, WORT 89.9 FM, Ward Brought Music, and Liliana's Restaurant are proud to welcome Lori Caviani.
1: Thank you all so very much. It's just a great pleasure to be here. We're going to start the set with a a little piece that was written by Schumann from his album For the Young, and then our jazz rendition of it. Hope you enjoy it. This is called First Loss.
0: We're going to talk to them for a little bit, and then we'll get back to music. <laughs> Laura, welcome back hi. to Madison. You've been here. Oh, might need your mic. Oh. <laughs>
2: um,
0: hi, been, Jane. Hi. <laughs> hi again. Hi. You've been back in Madison, or in Madison quite a few times. Well, yes. Um,
1: uh, I was... Uh, Jim uh, Dougherty brought me in to play for uh, a Mary Lou Williams Jazz Festival, and that was not this past December, but the December before, I Mm want to say. And I had a great time working with some fantastic high school jazz bands, and Mm -hmm. it was just a really wonderful, really wonderful occasion. It was great fun.
0: And you played with the UW Jazz Band as well. They were awesome. That's Mm -hmm. right. They were awesome. Yes. In fact, one of my students,
1: Yes, is, that's has right. just moved
0: up to the Twin Cities that's and right, yeah. will be studying with you. I, his parents said they would be here, and they told me that uh, he starts tomorrow. Oh, you're here! Hi. <laughs> all right. Hello. He starts tomorrow. Oh, exciting! So you better get home. Okay. <laughs> that's right. His, his first I'm lesson is tomorrow. For <laughs> um, your program is called Bach to Bop Now, so you're combining jazz and classical. Now, this is not new. No, not at new at all. all. That's right. Um, Who are some of the people that you've heard do this that you really have taken something from? I mean, one of the tunes we're going to do in the
1: second set is a piece by Bud Powell, and he took um, CPE Bach's Mm Solfegetto and did a little bebop version of it. And he calls that Bud on Bach. Yes. And that's (laughs) so, and it's just a great, so that was done in the late 50s. Uh, I know that Bill Evans has done some amazing work where his trio is featured with a, with an orchestra and uh, featuring uh, renditions of, of impressionistic music. And of course, uh, Fred Hirsch uh, is just this phenomenal pianist and has done some really beautiful stuff with Debussy and Ravel and I'm forgetting the name of the album, I'm sorry to say, but I'm sure you can find it. It's it's just a lovely, just like he does the Tombeau de Couperon by Ravel, but he does these beautiful jazz arrangements of it for this trio. So there's a lot of neat stuff out there, and I think it's really important to remember that there's just two kinds of music, good music and bad music, and these la- these that's the Duke Ellington quote, and these labels really do get in the way, and it's just nice to kind of go back to these songs from my child and go, oh, Wow, like the Gershwin Prelude we're going to play later—it's just a 12-bar blues, folks. You know, yeah. <laughs> at the time when I learned it as a kid, I had no idea that it was a 12-bar blues. So but it's that really was intentional.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, do you do any
1: Chopin? We did. We're not doing it today, but um, yeah. I, I, do, I do have one Chopin Prelude in B minor that, that we're mm. working on. So it's, it's a never-ending
0: project. Right. Well, you're a very melodic player, and so is oh, Chopin. Thank you. And of course, the composers themselves imp- were great improvisers. That's right. Chopin was a great improviser. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, Liszt said of him, it was a shame that no one would get to hear him improvise because his compositions just don't quite get the, the full effect of Chopin's music. Interesting. And, uh, and what about Bach? I mean, I can remember when I was a teenager, and I used to improvise on Bach because it's all in the, the changes. And... I bet you do a lot of that. Too. That's
1: the next one we're going to do. Oh, great! Yeah. Oh, great! Is by J.S. Bach. Uh, and you got? Do you have some CDs here? Yes, there's our latest CD is called "Going There," and Sue Peterson has them out in front, okay. and you can. Sue. Yay, Sue Peterson! <laughs> yay, <laughs> and uh, we'll be doing some of those pieces today as well. Some originals great. from that CD as well. Great.
0: Well, I'm going to go over to your partner, who's taking a little sip right now. Pete Whitman, saxophonist, composer, and educator. Well, you do everything Laura does except on the saxophone. Um, there's a tenor player friend of mine from the Twin Cities who's up there. His name's Paul Harper. Do I you know
3: Paul know quite well.
0: I just played with him recently, and I asked if he knew you. He said yes, and and what he said was uh, about you was that you were, and I quote, really good. <laughs> So you're highly recommended.
3: Okay, well, good. <laughs>
0: um, you have your own ten-piece ensemble.
3: Yeah, I have a group called the Pete Whitman x and we've had a standing gig at a great club in St. Paul called the Artist Quarter. Yeah, all right. right. Yeah. And um, that club, uh, it's run by a drummer, a jazz drummer, and he treats the musicians well, and uh, it's a great venue. And uh, we've been there every usually the last Thursday of every month. Uh, we've been there since 2002, so it's a long-standing gig. Uh,
0: and how long have you and Laura been working together? When did that all
3: start? Well, we first started, we first did a gig together in the early 90s. We both played in a band called the Cedar Avenue Big Band. 89. And, 89! 89, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we've been, uh, you know, we've, we that was the first time we, we actually performed together. Um, and since then, we, we started doing some combo things, and um, and you know, uh, we became partners uh, not just musically but personally, and uh, we've been uh, together working living and living in Plains since the late 90s. So.
0: Well, congratulations! <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Woo-hoo>. <laughs>
0: yeah, woo-hoo. Um, are we going to hear any of your compositions today? Yes,
3: as a matter of fact, uh, I think at least a couple of them. So.
0: Great. Okay. We got some locals here too, some really good ones. Let's hear it for John Schaefer and Rand Moore. So John is a music theory professor at UW Madison. I just found out you're on sabbatical,
4: so yeah. that's why I look so relaxed.
0: Yeah. It's been a week. <laughs> well you also perform for the Mary Lou Williams Centennial out at Token Creek. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Um, it's going to have you talk about some exciting news about the new Jazz Studies director, and he's here. Yeah. Would you tell us a little bit about that?
4: I'd be glad to. Johannes Wellman, you're here. Please stand up. Let everybody oh, yes. get to know you. Yeah. He, he comes to us this year from a very wonderful gift from uh, John and Carol Peterson, who endowed the school about three or four years ago with enough money to create a full-time jazz position. You know, it's been many years since we've had any full-time jazz person on the faculty. And uh, it's been remiss. We really want to make the jazz work and go and be a very important part of what we do. And we needed somebody to come in with some energy and some spunk who could get this thing done and do it right. Johannes came from a five-year stint out in California where he built an incredible program out of nothing, almost. And so he came here with nothing. And we think he'll, (laughs) he's going to do a really, really exciting program. So really, please welcome him and make him feel at home. Yes,
0: Johannes.
4: It's the beginning of a new era for the School of Music. What was that? Beginning of a new era for the School of yes, Music.
0: Yes, it is. It's very exciting, very exciting. So welcome to Madison. Yeah.
4: Um,
0: now, you're a classical and jazz musician. That's correct. I didn't know. I read that you studied, you graduated, I guess, in uh, with classical guitar.
4: Well, well, I started out as a rock and roll musician in the time of the Beatles, and was a guitarist who wasn't quite as good, so either I had to play bass or I was out of the band became okay. an electric bass player for many years. I put myself through college playing in, 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 in rock and show bands, eight-piece bands, pit orchestras for musicals. Uh, but I was really fascinated with classical guitar, and my, first, my undergraduate college degree was as a classical guitar performance major uh-huh. and taught professionally at the University of Windsor for three years as an artist-in-residence. I always loved jazz, but I could never play the upright bass because the, the chops you need for this are a little bit different than the calluses you need on a classical guitar. So
0: when did you start taking up...
4: Well, I came, I came to Madison in 1986 as a theorist and pretty much gave up the classical guitar. And it was 10 years later when I took over directorship of the school, which had been 16 years ago. And I said, I, I had done jazz studies minor and played jazz on the electric bass, and I said, forget it. I'm going to redefine myself as an upright player. So that was 16 years ago. And this is pretty much, I now call myself a jazz bass player.
0: (laughs) Took a while. I'm getting getting close to being good (laughs) enough. Well, this must be fun, mixing the classical and jazz together, because you come from both of those worlds, too.
4: Well, that classical world and being a music theorist helps me understand enough about what's going on in the music. So you see the patterns, the formulas, and it can get you out of a lot of tight spots where someone else might have no idea where to go.
0: (laughs) Are you going to be playing any arco with the bow today? No, ma'am. Oh, okay.
4: That's where I draw the line. (laughs)
0: you got to somewhere you also play regularly with the Rand Moore quartet so this is one heck of a segue Rand (laughs) Moore on drums now I gotta ask you about this melophonium jazz orchestra yeah describe what a melophonium is
5: a melophonium is uh, a french horn type of sound. I mean, I think it essentially is a French horn, but the bell faces forward. And uh, it's uh, an instrument that has been around for probably a long, a long time It got popular in the 50s. And Stan Kenton brought it into his band, a section of them into his band in the early 60s for three years. And uh, there was some wonderful music written for that band. And they recorded more than any other period of Stan Kenton's 40 years. And uh, it's my favorite um, big band music. And, uh, and I always wanted to do it. All the years I've been in the Madison Jazz Orchestra and the Jeff Perano Band, I just was frustrated because what, what happened to this music? Well, it was never really published or, or put out for the common uh, big band because it's just too big. People don't have that kind of band. Schools don't have that kind of a band is, was the answer. And, and until I met uh, Joel Kay, I found out Joel Kay was a bass saxophone and baritone saxophone player in Stan Kenton's band in the early 60s and followed through after that band by studying with johnny richards and performing with them uh, up until johnny's death and then for years decades in new york city and later in denver he continued to grow his library with that format and he and i found out we liked the same idea and we have worked together now for this is our the third year of of the madison melophonium jazz orchestra
0: that's exciting I, we got to give him a hand too because He's the only one that I know of up here who is a successful small business owner. Let's give him a hand. Mm-hmm. Drums and more in Monona. Go out there. Back to music. Laura, take a little drink. <laughs> what are we going to hear next?
1: This is a prelude uh, from the second book uh, of Preludes and Fugues by J.S. Bach. This is the prelude in F minor. So I'll just play the first half of it as Bach wrote it, and then we'll move on to uh, greener territory,
0: (laughs) so. The Laura Caviani Quartet.
1: so much. We're going to um, break things down here a little bit and I'm going to play a solo uh, rendition of um, a piece by W.C. that is from his Children's Corner and some of you may uh, recognize the song. Originally it was entitled Gollywog's Cakewalk um, but you will soon understand why this particular arrangement is called Gollywog's Boogie. I hope you enjoy it. All right, thanks. Well, we're going to continue on now with a really great, fun tune to play. This is by Pete Whitman, and this is called Best Regards. thought we'd just do one more, and um, and then call it a day. But uh, this is another original of mine uh, from the album, and it's just kind of a romp and fun tune. And it's probably what um, a lot of people are doing today, watching the Packers. This is called watching the game. So, thank you, thank thanks so much, everybody. Thank you.
0: Pete Whitman, John Schaefer on bass, Rand Moore from Drums and More, and special thanks to Laura Caviani. Also thank you to our technical producer, Andy Lavallee from Bear Sound. Now this is a long list, so hold your applause. Today's program is made possible by grants from the Dane County Cultural Affairs Commission with additional funds from the W. Jerome Frouchy Foundation and the Madison Arts Commission with additional funds from the Wisconsin Arts Board. Additional support from presenting sponsors Ward Brought Music and Liliana's Restaurant, The Brink Lounge, Farley's House of Pianos, The Cardinal Bar, Tri Unity Well Life Associates, The UPS Store in Fitchburg, God for your piano service, and promotional support from Isthmus and WORT 89.9 FM. And individual contributions from Madison Music Collective members and supporters. And last but not least, thanks to you.